Imagine a world where we didn't yell at each other about politics, and where we actually understood the other side and had thoughtful discussion about political views. Obviously, there is some of that in today's world and the political landscape that we live in today, but there's a great example of that in the podcast that we're talking about today. So gear up, sit down, and get ready for some politics. This is Podcast of the Day right here on Anchor. Pantsuit Politics is the podcast we're talking about today. It's hosted by Beth and Sarah, and they're two very political women. Um, One is a conservative, one is a progressive. And the whole goal of the show is to hear the other person's side of things about the recent political events in the news. So in the clip I'm going to be playing for you today, they are talking about Neil Gorsuch, um, the Syria bombings, and a ton of other topical things. And they're going to provide their viewpoints um, from their side of the political spectrum, but at the same time, understanding and listening to one another and having an actual thoughtful discussion and just a good uh, perspective on how the other side works. So if you're a political-minded individual and you kind of want to learn more about how other people think but not (laughs) having to yell back and forth between one another arguing your points, this is a great podcast and it's a great way to learn about politics in general. So, Pantsuit Politics is the podcast. Let's listen to a clip. On Thursday evening, President Trump authorized a military strike on a Syrian airfield. We talk about the process, strategy, and concept of peace through strength in today's episode. This is Sarah from the left and Beth from the right. You're listening to Pantsuit Politics. No shouting, no insults, plenty of nuance. That's the premise of the show. It's Sarah from the left and Beth from the right, and they come together and have these discussions with one another about things that are going on in the news. So here's a couple of clips um, talking about some different things that have been happening the past few weeks in U.S. politics. So we have been talking about President Trump's actions on coal amongst ourselves for a couple weeks, but the news just keeps going. And I feel like, Sarah, we're never going to talk about coal if we don't just do it. Mm. And Saturday Night Live is scooping us on this. My county, where I live, was featured in Saturday Night Live's skit about coal (laughs) this week. Oh, my gosh. I didn't see it. I haven't seen the skit. Spoiler, there are not coal mines where I live. So (laughs) the writers maybe didn't do their homework there, but... Anyway, Trump has Trump and the Republican Congress have taken two significant actions with respect to coal. One is the passage of a law that quashes the Office of Surface Mining's Stream Protection Rule. That regulation was put into place in December and protects waterways from coal mining waste. And then the second is a Congressional Review Act resolution undoing a financial disclosure requirement for energy companies. I think the second of those two is probably more significant than the first. But overall, I am dismayed by the falsity of these actions. Yeah, it just perpetuates this narrative that we're going to bring back coal jobs, which isn't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I highly recommend if this is a subject you care deeply about to go back and find our interview with Celis Wilder. He was um, a candidate for the United States Senate against, he ran in the Democratic primary against Rand Paul. Uh, Well, not against Rand Paul because it was a Democratic primary, but Jim Gray, right? Jim Gray. And he had this amazing moment in one of the debates where he was like, 
let's just be all be honest with each other that the coal jobs are not coming back. And let's talk about how we take care of these communities in the face of that reality. It's not about Obama's regulation. It's about natural gas and a lot of different things. And let's just move forward with our with steady footing and the reality of that. So I hope you enjoyed the clips. I think it's a great way to learn your politics and hear uh, from the other side. Um, And then I also talked with Sarah um, in an interview, and she also mentioned the message of the podcast, in addition to all of these things, is to have um, women have great power in politics. And um, she wants people to realize that and to spread that positive message. And that's another great thing about the show is it's exactly that. So um, here is the interview where that came from and a ton more. Well, I understand your fury about Judge Garland and share it. I am very concerned about the removal of the filibuster for Supreme Court nominees. Here's where I am. I would have voted to give Merrick Garland a hearing. I would have voted to confirm Merrick Garland. I would have voted to confirm Judge Gorsuch. I would not have voted to change the filibuster rule. And I wish that more Republicans had taken that stand. In the article that Dana, the editorial from Dana Milbank, he starts with a quote from Mitch McConnell from when Harry Reid changed the rules to get rid of filibusters for judicial nominees in lower courts. At that time, Mitch McConnell said, breaking the rules to change the rules is un-American. I just hope the majority leader thinks about his legacy, the future of his party, and most importantly, the future of our country before he acts. And it's that kind of direct hypocrisy that is, I, I can't defend Mitch McConnell on this, especially because, and, and with respect to Merrick Garland, you know, I saw Mitch McConnell interviewed this week and he was saying, this is not how it works. I voted to confirm Justice Ginsburg. And he did, right? And so he understands that the Supreme Court is not a political football. He understands what advice and consent means. And I just am disgusted by the way the Merrick Garland issue was handled. And I'm pretty frustrated by how the Judge Gorsuch issue has been handled by both parties. It's it's just a frustrating time. My name is Sarah Stewart Holland, and I am the co-host of Pantsuit Politics. We are a bipartisan political podcast. Our tagline is no shouting, no insults, plenty of nuance. I co-host the show with my friend Beth Silvers, who is on the right. I am on the left. And um, we just try to have productive conversations and um, you know, share where we're coming from and where we disagree. It's not really a a debate show. We're not trying to win. We're just trying to understand the other side better. Awesome. So where did the idea first originate for the show? Well, I had wanted to do a um, podcast about women in politics. That's where I got, excuse me, the name Pantsuit Politics. But um, I thought about doing an interview show, but I I did a couple interviews and didn't really enjoy them. And Beth had been coming and doing guest posts on my blog. So, um, we, you know, we had a really good sort of back and forth there. So I thought, well, I wonder if this would work on a podcast format. And so Mm -hmm. we did a phone call and, you know, it just hit it off and we knew each other from college, but, you know, hadn't talked or been close in a long time. So we just did the phone call and it went really well. And we thought, Hey, we think we got something here. Awesome. Um, now you've been done doing it for a while now, right? Yeah, we have been doing it since November, 2015. 
how has it gone so far? Has it exceeded your expectations or has it just surprised you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I came from the blogging world, which is um, ah, okay. it's really difficult to gain an audience. It's difficult to get engagement. Um, it was just a very different experience than podcasting. We got really lucky early on and were featured by iTunes, so we gained a pretty large audience quickly. Oh, wow. um, and we um, just the engagement level from listeners is so different than blog readers. Like we're really in people's ears and they um, identify with us. I mean, we get constant messages, constant comments. Um, people send us like presents. It's really crazy. I just never, wow. never, I did not experience anything like that in the blogging. So you have a pretty large community around the podcast then? Yeah, we do. We have a really involved and um, passionate community. That's fantastic. Um, now, do you have an experience in, in radio or podcasting at all, or at least before you started uh, Pantsuit Politics? No, I um, did some TV work, but I had never done radio. So how was it? Would you say that you've learned a lot doing it so far? Yeah, I mean, I think that she, um, that I... Um, like I said, it, I've learned a lot about how different a medium it is more than anything, mm -hmm. I would say. Okay. Um, so you've done a lot of episodes. Um, is there any that stick out to you as really impactful or something you want to direct listeners to, to just l sit down and listen to? Um, yeah, we have a really good blog post that, um, we have on our website, pantsuitpoliticsshow.com. That's like an introduction. It's like 10 of our sort of evergreen episodes. At the very beginning, we did an episode about abortion that I think was really good. And we mm -hmm. did, um, Beth does a lot of really uh, cool episodes called Prantsuit Primers, where she really tries to um, just do sort of an introduction to the issue so that we're all starting from the same point that are really good as well. Do you think, do you think um, the conversations that you've had with one another have, have made an impact on your listeners and kind of viewing one side or the other, considering the political landscape that we're in right now? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that people feel, I mean, they're very invested. Our, our closing line is keep it nuanced, y'all. And mm -hmm. they're very invested in that mesh, mission. They feel like it's important. Um, and that we have everybody from people who are political rats and who've always sort of gotten into conversations and disagreements about politics who are trying to be more understanding to people who are like really intimidated to talk about politics. So we have that sort of entire right. spectrum. Um, but they all feel that, draw to like sort of take it beyond the traditional approach. Now, have you always been interested in politics? Yeah, yeah. I was a political science major um, okay. in college and I worked in Washington, D.C. So, yeah, it's always been a passion of mine. But my, and has, but oh, my idea behind the podcast was I really wanted to create a space, particularly for women, to feel like they, they could engage with these subjects because I think yeah. for a lot of reasons and societal messages, um, women are told not to, you know, like people don't talk about politics, nice girls don't right. have arguments. And so it, I really wanted to push back because I felt that a lot of times because I was such an outwardly political woman, when I would get in environments where it was only women, there was just like this real desire to talk about these issues when men weren't around. And so um, uh -huh. I really wanted to keep, sort of create a space for that as well. In, in the podcast itself, um, do you think that you, you've taken a lot more away from learning um, about the other side because um, you're a progressive, right? Mm -hmm. Would you say you've learned a lot more about um, the conservatives and, and their I I ideology? Or did you already kind of have a really good background on it? Well, I live in a conservative area, so it's not, an, it's okay. not a um, 
an idea or sort of perspective that I'm completely ignorant of. I live in West Gotcha. So, but that being said, I think I have learned way more and I've learned how I've also developed a deeper understanding of my politics and where I was wrong and where I was just sort of towing the party line without fully exploring my ideas and sort of how those policies uh, lined up with my values. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want to shout out your, your website and social media real fast? Sure. It's at fancypoliticsshow.com. Uh, we, rec- we release episodes on Tuesday and Friday. We have an email newsletter that you can subscribe to that sends out weekly with links to the show. And if you um, subscribe, you get a free audiobook of our international um, Pantsuit Primers, an audiobook. And then mm-hmm. we are on Facebook, Twitter at Pantsuit Politic, and Instagram at Pantsuit Politics. So that's the show. I hope you enjoyed. Um, as always, get in contact with me at POTD Anchor on Twitter. Um, still, I can say it's brand new because technically I made it like two weeks ago. So I'm going to call it brand new still. So POTD Anchor, go follow it. Hit me up. Do whatever you'd like. You can also call in on Anchor and I might publish your call in. Um, talk about the podcast, any other podcasts that you're listening to, whatever it may be. It's always, always appreciated. Feel free to. Um, favorite the station as well that always helps and that way you're always in the loop for every podcast of the day's show check out some other anchor stations while you're here as this show wraps up i know there's a ton more but you can spin to the left or right to here so keep listening um other than that though have a great one um i've been grant for podcast of the day only on anchor